Hey, sweetheart, first let me just say thank you, thank you, thank you for the times that I get on here and just talk to you and just laugh and all those things like that. Thank you. And thank you for the times when I'm on here, you know, very serious and very spiritual about what's going on. Thank you. I thank God for showing you the personal side of the preparation and the spiritual side of the preparation. But I thank God so much that they all are purposeful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out to listen. It seems like every time I want to pull away to give you time to do what you do, it's like God is pushing me more closer and closer to you because of my motive. And a motive is a good motive. It's that I don't want to become needy, but to God, you are not because you need him. You know, don't think in that way, you know, don't feel like, you know, you are bother. You're not. You know, I'm not the one to talk too much, but you're the one who listened to me audibly. So I thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'm sitting right here in the presence of God, and God will have things that happen around us just so we can be hungry for that type of change specifically. And I said, God, wait a second, what's happening here? And it all started with this couple that what happened on Thursday, across the street from the White House, it was a storm, a thunderstorm, which is a headline news article that everybody is talking about. And it was four people under the tree. Two was a couple celebrating a 56 year wedding anniversary. And the others were two, all of them was tourists, you know, tourists. And they all got struck under that same tree. And certain things that God would have me to hear, to have me to be very hungry for answers. And I can only get those answers from God. Many times we don't want to ask God because we feel like we're speaking up to him in a sense that we should just allow him to be, but it's more to it than that. It's way more to it than that. Because I begin to say, God, I cannot assume that every person who depart their body prematurely because they laid their life down. That's not always the case because some things happen suddenly. There could be a sudden tropical storm, a sudden hurricane. It could be a sudden car accident. Due to violence on one side of the street and bullets can fly, suddenly hit someone. But I look at my life and I say, I been spared greatly. Because God had me to duck and dodge all types of ways that I was supposed to depart my body. And it was happening so frequently to the point I began to know that this is God sparing me right in the midst before things begin to even happen. You can feel that something is coming up. And that's called intuition. Like that young boy that was 14 years old on that roller coaster and he said before he, excuse me, before he took off on the ride, 
If I don't make it off of here, tell my family I love him. Listening to our intuition is very important. It's a gift of insight due to being, you know, spiritual. Because those who come to God must come to God in spirit and in truth. And thank God for spirit, soul, and body. Because the spirit is trying to tell you what's about to happen. A lot of times we say, I wish I would listen to that. After we made a different decision. But back to the point I'm making why I'm so hungry. Because everybody who depart their body is not because they laid their life down. Now there are people who confess what they see over their life due to an earthly reality. And there are others who do not. And still go home prematurely. I cannot assume, I will not assume that everybody who leaves their body without fulfilling their assignment Receiving the promises that God has written concerning them, I cannot assume that they did not have a relationship with God. I cannot assume that they don't even know God. I can't assume that. That'd be a very wrong assumption to make. I'm just not okay with this. Because these things don't have to happen. But why are they though? That's what I'm hungry for. What is that difference? It cannot be even assumed that they're not prayed for because we are intercessors, not for just those people specifically. It's for everybody. This is why it's called unknown tongues. In the city for everybody. And you don't have to even know. Things that are being made known that seem to be unknown. So I cannot even assume that even. That they're not prayed up. When we are prayer warriors. So it's not that either. So what else is it? What else is it, sweetheart? What do you feel in your spirit? God had me to sit before him. And when I get hungry like this, natural food can't do. I need some right now answers. I need some right now answers. Angels are dispatched to bring to pass what we say. In the hierarchy, there are the seraphims. They're the burning ones. Attendants of the throne of God. Declaring holy, holy, holy. Is the Lord of hosts. The cherubims. They are full of wisdom. The fullness of wisdom of God. They contemplate God's providence. Assigned to protect special places. Then we have the angels of thrones. They represent steadfastness. Of the love of God. They contemplate God's power and judgment. The angels of dominions. 
that are lord over the lower choirs and humanity. They take elimination from the higher heavens, government, and the universe. The angels of virtue, they run the operation of movements in the universe. They're associated with the planets, the elements, the seasons, and nature. Angels of power assist in the, excuse me, they assist in governing the natural order. They're the warrior angels. They task with fighting against demonic choirs. Everything of God and how God create for good, Satan create the same but for bad. It's the complete opposite. There are choirs in the kingdom and there are demonic choirs in the pit. The angels of principality, they're assigned to care and to God communities, kingdom, states, and transitions in power. Angels, the archangels, excuse me, they're the leader angels assigned to communicate and carry out God's important plans for man. The angels are closest to the material world in humanity. The Lord's choir is where we get the majority of our personal guardian angels. To adore God directly. To fulfill God's plan in the universe. To interact, serve humanity closely. And here go the hierarchy of demons. Satan. Beelzebub. Next to Satan. He reigned over witches. Asmodeus or Asmodeus. He's a demon of lust and anger. Burns with vengeance to tempt men with the luxuriousness and sexual lust. Prevent married couples from having intercourse so they cannot produce, reproduce to stop God's plan. For children of God expansion here. Also forces husbands to commit adultery. So Beelzebub, excuse me, Asmodeus is after majority of the men. Then the women. Because God had the man to be in charge of the home, the marriage, the ministry. So if you can get through a man, the whole house going to crumble down. But Satan is also sneaky where he could come to the woman to cause her to speak against the man and have him to uh, you know, agree with her plan instead of God's plan. And it still crumbled down just like Sarah did Abraham, just like Eve did Adam, just like Leah did Jacob. You understand?
If I'm not mistaken, Delilah did Samson. So forth like that. And my question is, when we commission these angels to bring to pass what we're saying, Watch things like this keep happening. Our words have power. Our words carry weight. When I read about what happened to them four people under that tree, it was due to a, a form of weather. So I begin to research what causes a thunderstorm. What causes lightning? And what can cause it to strike someone? What attracts lightning to a person? And why does it seem like it has more power than a child of God? When it doesn't. That should have never, ever happened. And things keep happening that should never happen. Many would say, and many have said, death is expected for those prematurely who don't walk with God. But you can't assume everyone who do go home prematurely have not walked with him. Because we have family members who did. And still we're home. So what's happening here? What is it that God wants me to know about this area right here that's so heavy that's going to shake this planet upside down because it's going to stop? But what is it that I need to know and discover? What do I need to discover? Because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. As a vessel, I'm doing it. I'm showing my effort. I know God's shown a protection. He protects me all the days of my life. He wouldn't do me and not nobody else. So what is it? Can't assume they don't pray. We pray for everybody. So the angels that's responsible for weather, the storms, these volcano eruptions, all of that, those are the angels of virtue. Now I need them to literally come in my bedroom like never before angels of virtue. All of you even. What's going on that I need to know? What should I say that I'm not already saying? Because this is not okay with me. It's unacceptable to me as a child of God.
Miracles is not always just receiving something. Miracles are also releasing something. Father. Sweetheart. Oh God. Father, you give me warnings to declare decree against and so shall it be established all the time. I know you don't want to overwhelm me because I'm moved by just what you give me. Should I ask you for more to declare against? If that's what it takes, I'm willing, I don't care. If I stay up, it doesn't matter as long as it causes them to stay here and reach and their full potential and see the goodness of you upon, upon their life. Not only will they depart and see your goodness, but receive that. Hear you say. I feel responsible. I feel responsible. For the things that happened that should not happen. But I don't know everything that is happening, but I still lift it up. And you hear me when I pray. The angels are being commissioned. You grant me such a hunger for this today. I'm determined not to see things like this anymore. You have broken down each responsibility of each, you know, hierarchy and how it operates, the hierarchy and the kingdom and the hierarchy of demons, how they operate. But my focus is on the good, not the bad. I dare a form of weather to even try to exercise authority when it's not authorized to do so. How dare any climate change try to have authority where it's not created to even have We are created to have authority. We are in your image. Not that hurricane, not that tornado, not that anything. We will not walk in fear. That even comprehension of it, even thinking that it does, got to crumble down because it doesn't. You're giving us dominion over every living thing, but not every living one because we all have the same dominion. 
same power, same virtues of you, God. That goes for every wild animal as well. The seems to think that they rule and reign when we're giving them a name. When you created Adam and he named every animal, called out with things that you had him to call out by name, by giving it a name, to call it by name, Adam was never afraid. He knew his dominion. He knew his authority, his power, due to who he come from. And I'm not having it. Because I come from the same place that he does. Created from the same God that he is. And not no weather, no thing, or no place going to try to exercise any authority when it was never given any to exercise. So it seems to cause these things not to obey. I come against all of those words spoken to it. And I speak words of power that it do and it shall and it will. It has to obey now. Angels, you know why and how you are created. These words of love, I'm very aggressive, passionately, I have to be. Because of the might that's within me. I really need you to help in the way you created to help. I do my part by saying what he says. And you do yours by bringing it to pass. It doesn't matter what else being said. You know the sound of heaven coming from any vessel. Listen to that instead. It doesn't matter who you are commissioned to be with or what they're saying. You hear the words that we're saying, which is the words that kingdom is saying. That's what you move on. So any word I don't know by name due to whoever God commissioned you to be with every angel that's here at the same time, you all can hear me everywhere at the same time because I'm also omnipresent. And I'm becoming more aware of that theology as my reality from God's perspective. Whatever needs to be said that should be said, it is being said now, heart to heart, spirit to spirit, now. I can hear Satan. 
is like in the wilderness in the desert with no water. And he's yelling out no. With such a cry that can never be heard. Because he did not want me to discover this point where I am right now. Where I had it enough of this. He wants us to fear weather. We are created to call out things to the weather that it has to obey. If you can have the sun stand still due to a war being won for your children. Now visionize that, sweetheart, visionize that. God had the sun to stand still. That means it did not be it did not become nighttime until they won that war. So for those who are not even aware of what God is even doing, and they looking like, you know, isn't it five o'clock? Isn't it seven o'clock? Hold on, it's one o'clock in the morning. It's still sunny outside. If you can do that, I know you can do this because there's nothing that you cannot do. I have to be in your face this way. You created me to be in your face this way. Thank you for the bonus to be in your face this way. I have to be. Can't keep seeing this. Especially if I don't have to. It's not behavior based. I don't have to give you anything. To receive anything. You already have me. I'm here so you can have them. They can have you for those who don't. Angels, I know you take me very seriously right now. Thank you. You stopped the rain, Father, for years. If you could do that, I'm not asking you to stop no rain. I'm not in no wall. I'm in a new covenant. I want these hurricanes to stop. Tornadoes to stop. Severe weather. Tragic sudden accidents. If you could change the heart of. If you could change the heart. Of Pharaoh and other people that was stubborn. To do a good deed. That I know you can do it now. Because Pharaoh was not trying to let them people go. It took numerous of plagues for it to be done. And if you can do that, Father, I know you can do this. I know you can do this. Sweetheart, I had had it enough. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying going out and, you know, to an animal kingdom and try to, you know, test your dominion and authority. But it's no way in fiery hell, us as children of God with dominion over every living thing to go and be, you understand, overtaken by something that's supposed to obey our voice. 
Also with the shark attacks and all the things that's happening even in the water. It's no way. Christ walked across the entire Sea of Galilee. It's no way. It's not just for him. He said, in greater works, the works that I do has nothing to do with my, you know, doing. He's doing it through me. Here's my effort for you to do it through me. God sent me many places that others would have probably been, you know, murdered or probably have been around the world. Sent me by myself. To a place in Muyayi that's voodoo town that I was tricked to go to. And God could have told me what I was being tricked into. Did not. Because he was up to something good. Got out the car. People that took me there stayed inside. This American woman that if I turned up missing, no one would know. Laws are different. Land is different. They could have did anything to me and no one would have ever known. Because once I left out of this country, the service left with me due to my cellular device. So I was only able to go to a cyber place to email my communication from there. And I did that very frequently to let my family know I'm okay. But for God to have you to go by yourself and you're not afraid, that means that you're willing to die for what God has had you to do, what God has you here to do. Excuse me. I told God, if anything happened to me, I'm going out trusting in you. And that would never change. Them people could have did whatever they wanted to do. Because their faces was looking like they was already aware I was coming. But once I got there, everybody came out of their houses. From one side, coming out to the next side, it was nothing but a pathway in the middle. And people just standing outside their door fronts. Like she's really here. And they looked at me so viciously. Like we don't want you here. What are you doing here? I saw demons just about in every person. Even the children. Due to what's being passed down the bloodline. And God had me to walk closer. And I'm going to tell you what caused that. All that in there to bow and all them demons to flee and all that healing to take place is because I was not afraid to die for what I believe in. Many of the times before we do a missionary trip, we do a lot of research about 
the culture, the laws, the bugs, and this and that, everything that's irrelevant. Not saying don't take precaution because most of the time you really have to. I had to get three shots and they were not cheap. One was 500, another was 700. But God paid. I didn't. I am willing to die for humanity's sake. But here comes God with these powerful words. But no man could take my life unless I lay it down. And I refuse to. That's why I'm still here. But I'm willing to take risks to go wherever God sent me. When I was in Minnesota last year, it was supposed to have been 20 degrees because it was only 40, 50 here. And that's up north, way up north. But God adjust, adjusted, excuse me, the weather for me. When I got there, it was actually warmer there than it is here at that time, than it was here at that time. And when I was in that airport, God says, time to get up. I never had body aches so much due to lying down on metal that was very cold. It was just um, seats connected. And if you know they're not completely connected, like a flat surface, if, it, if it's all, you know, seat, 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 it's not going to be comfortable to lie flat down. And I will never, I will never forget waking up almost every 10 minutes, tossing on this side and that side, but the sides got worn out so, you know, sore that I couldn't even turn on no side, not the back, nor the stomach. I was like, my God, but I, I, I had to just take that thought off of me because all I see is I'm doing this for God's name's sake, his goodness sake. Of course, I'll do this for you to bring others back. But when I went to that police station where they just had a huge, you know, a, what you call, a protesting and they just threw away, put fire to everything. They just went berserk. And to actually watch it on TV and then wind up being there on the scene is nothing like what you just saw on the news. But you're actually there, yes, you know, encountering it. And all these SWAT teams had all these rifles waiting to use them to protect that police station. I had no idea that no one was supposed to be outside between 10 that night and 7 in the morning. God had me to get there at 5. They could have easily locked me up and did whatever they wanted to do with this black woman 
who y'all pissed off with this race because of what this white woman done to this black young man. God hearkened every heart that was hard due to racism as those officers, SWAT team, all of them that was there outside. And no one had the idea to touch me. I did not know about the curfew till after I got in the car, after I prayed and I left. I had to deny sudden fear after what I was told, it was no one supposed to be outside. You could have got shot. You could have got locked up. They could have did anything. Because it was, a, it was a curfew. And that anybody who don't follow that curfew will be penalized. And yet here I am from a whole other state, not even aware of what the heck going on. Regarding what they just said about the curfew. And if God can do that for me, I know he can do it for anybody else. I'm not going to allow no weather to think that it has authority. So I speak to those clouds. I speak to the climate. I speak to the ocean floor, the earth's crust, the earth's surface. Everything as a creation. And command everything to obey. Them lions couldn't touch Daniel. And Daniel was not afraid either. We have to really know that God got us in a sense that would not let nothing happen to us. And if we have the faith to know that that is a reality, that's a fact, it comes to pass. But if we be thinking about death and scared about death, deadly things can happen. There is no such thing as no water that's going to try to take charge over a child of God. Regarding waves, regarding, you know, tidal waves, regarding tsunamis, regarding, you know, anybody drowning. I commanded all to obey. When I heard about that couple, them four people, one survived that got electrocuted like that Thursday. They had to call their families and they were in the hotels near to let them know these are the they were the victims of what you just heard on the news. So let's call their family, get their belongings. Because I'm sure they paid until to stay until at least Sunday to go home. You know, usually when you go out of town, you stay until, you know, the weekend's over or during the weekend, you go home. It was Thursday that happened. So I'm sure they had more days in that hotel stay. Calling their families to come. Come and identify your loved one. They've just been struck by lightning. And it's like you, you can't be angry for those who feel that way because it wasn't no gunshot. It wasn't due to no anger, no retaliation. It wasn't due to no sudden illness or anything. It was due to a form of weather. 
So it seemed like it was out of their control. But we take control because we take charge over every living thing. Enlightenment is not a place nor a person, so it's considered a thing. And that does not, that did not, and it does not sit well with me. A lot of times we push things to the side because we just come up with our own answers just to say that's life. Things like that just happen. It's not supposed to. I don't mind using my voice regarding it. Too many people went home due to a sudden tragedy. That didn't have to happen. It was brought to my attention about you had a friend that went home. It was due to a, a weather. If I'm not mistaken, didn't you uh, survive many weather storms? It's no way. I don't even have to fight a tornado. I speak to it and it has to obey before one can even think to be forth to come. Snowstorms, all of it. Heat waves, all of it. This is not something that's new. Weather is not new. I never heard of any of the disciples or anybody biblically that I read had died to, due to a heat stroke or hit by lightning. Now I heard about them being beheaded. And put into gas tanks and things like that, fiery furnaces and, and lion's dens. But I never heard of no hurricane back then. And I'm sure in the hell not going to name one. And I mean fiery hell, name one. I wish I would call a hurricane by name. I wish I would call a tornado by name. One of my favorite chicken places was... Popeyes. You know why I stopped eating it? Because God had me to go there and look at the menu. I only go there to get the chicken. I don't really care for the biscuits and, and uh, french fries that much. They're good, but I want the chicken. And they have voodoo sauce and voodoo tenders. And it's spelled not V-U-D-U. V-O-O-D-O-O. Voodoo. And I'm not going to socialize myself with that. Because Louisiana is a state that practices a lot of witchcraft. And it's not the only state or the place in this, on, in this planet, on this planet. Trust me, it's not. And it's definitely coming down now. We think that Mardi Gras is about just wearing costumes and everybody having a good time. But when you look... At the history, what is it about? Historically, people used to get dressed up and go to grave sites and call forth the dead. And there are many places now that they still have taped up and cautioned off because it's so demonic and haunted. 
You can find any potion in Louisiana, any spell in Louisiana, any card, any fortune teller. It's very known for doing a lot of witchcraft. So I had to lift up the people there because it could be passed down a generation to generation, especially if the mother or father was practicing it and have children in the home. Because I had to cast out demons for somebody who did that. And their children was present. And I mean, you don't, it, it don't get no realer than seeing somebody fly across the bedroom. Green mucus coming out of their mouth. And I mean, like it's, you know, vomit. That they didn't even eat nothing. Nothing that in this world is that color. Eyes pop out their head. Flying across the room. Opening up objects with, without their hands. Turning on objects without any batteries. I've seen it all. Somebody tried to really play a game with me to, to test and see how powerful I really am. And they thought it was a good idea to bring a woman that's highly, greatly possessed with many demons to see if I can identify she's possessed. And if I couldn't, they thought that I was, you know, just a phony. They wanted to mock that they were mocking the God in me. And God gave me a dream before I got there what was happening. But God didn't give me every detail as to how they're going to have her to be introduced to me. So what happened was I walked in a room and they hid her behind the door. So when I closed the door, bam, she's right there. Tried to scare me. But the thing about it is my first reaction was, whoa! And I, you know, jumped back. And it was like, whoa, you noticed? Yeah, you're a woman of God. Yeah, you are. Yeah, because people don't know. You know. That was the first thing I noticed. Sometimes you got to minister, minister to yourself while you're in that type of atmosphere. Don't be scared. All that's going on in my head. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Stand up. Cast them out. Even a vampire spirit. That's why they wear so much mask on these Mardi Gras to cover up their true identity because they were pretending to be people that were dead by calling forth the dead. And they would drink potions and make lotions and drink a lot. That's why people come there during that time because of the festivities, not even on the history behind it. They get dressed and and go out and, you know, drink and just go buck wild. It's like, this is the best time to go buck wild going to Mardi Gras. And try to make a good reason out of it. It's for people to come together. It's about love. It's about unity. No, it's not. It's demonic. Just like in Egypt, those three pyramids, Demonic. I see what's inside. It's demonic. All those men took all those years to do all that labor to build those three pyramids just for three bodies. A king and two wives. 
And the one where the king is, the, the biggest one, that's the one that people go in that God showed me. Sometimes they would go in and come out possessed, walking like zombies in there. They got all kinds of writing demonically on the wall. It's like you go in there and become somebody else demonically. God showed me that people walking around like zombies. You go in there like, hey, how you doing? And then you walk in there, hung on, 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 like you just change immediately. As soon as you come in there. My God. And they make it seem like that's a great place to visit. Those three pyramids. Demonic. Like the tattoo, the symbol. People always get that tattoo. You know, the triangle with the eye in the middle. Forgot the name of that. That false god. So many symbols demonically. You know, we got to be very careful about that. You know, I'm not a person to tell people what not to do because that's not my place. But it's just like, you know, God's really starting to show me things. You know, even when it comes to eating food from places, from people who don't worship God, who worship false gods. A majority of them are the, you know, are the Asian restaurants. They got that Buddha sitting right there and they proud of that Buddha. Going to nail salon. That's not, you know, Christian based or any other type of religion. You will see that Buddha symbol. He'd be sitting right there in statue. He even got a waterfall with the statue. And God will show you just so I can know. And I said to myself, I don't feel right in this nail salon, God. Because that's just like saying, I believe in my God. But yet I'm in here accepting them and their God. Because their God sitting right here in my face. But you are God of all of us right here with me. And you're there with them. Why they still worshiping a false god? And you say, put no gods before me. It's no way I could be in here. I used to be so big on horoscopes and all those things. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. So what's my what's my symbol? What's what's my gem? Oh, sapphire and all of these things. Can no mutt tell me or define who I am? Virgos are this and that. You can't tell me that. I used to go to the slot machine. I used to buy scratch-offs. And so God said to me, what are you doing when you're scratching off? Because I was like, okay, I can get a breakthrough to, you know, do your will. If that's how you want it, because I'm believing that it, it wins. And God said, what are you doing when you're scratching off that ticket? I say, looking down, and he said, where am I? I said, up. Well, there you go. So look up and not down for an answer. Neither a blessing. In other words, throw it away. And sometimes we say, well, God didn't say that to me because your heart is hard for him to speak to you in that way. For you to even have to say such a thing. Words of wisdom are words of wisdom, and they apply to all of us. It's like sometimes somebody say, well, he ain't said to me. Well, he just did. <laughs> That's why I just said it, because he just said it through me to say to you. You understand? Well, I want him to literally speak in my ear and stand in my face. He just did. 
You understand? Not the way that you expected him to, but he just did. God said, wonderful. I'm so serious. So God, you know that I usually get stuff from the carryout. I got to be careful when I go in these Indian places too, because, you know, working with those children for 15 years, I know about every culture and what they, who they served and all these things. And that Bollywood is something serious when it comes to the Indian culture, you know? And even when it comes to God, even show me, speak, I used to listen to the sounds of rain before I go to bed or the sound of the ocean to put me to sleep, you know, ambient music. And it got, a, and it's, it's blowing up really fast. It's called Zen. They got Zen things. It's, and you know, Zen is nothing but, you know, things that calm your body down. But the thing about it is, it's created in the Asian culture. If I'm not mistaken, Hong Kong. And it's, it's, a, it's a school that worship Buddha. But it teaches the kids how to meditate, how to become calm within and, you know, listen to the sound and relax your body. And it's like a personalized um, spa for yourself with your own hands, your own thinking, your own thoughts. You spying yourself. And that word Zen is nothing but a school in Asia that teaches the kids how to, you know, relax and be calm and meditate, you know, under Buddha. God had to show me that because I was listening to Zen music, you know, to go to sleep. And sometimes we think it's good to listen to music like that and go to sleep. It's definitely not. It's the worst. Because now your spirit is not open to receive that heavenly encounter because your body and your brain is taking in what is hearing and it's hearing words that could be from anywhere, any place, any person definitely could be in or out of season and it's speaking to your body and God's not going to overspeak anybody. So there goes that encounter for that night. And I know because it happened to me. I was in my dream hearing everything that was playing on that daggone YouTube, you know, night, night bright music. <laughs> and that wasn't the sound that God wanted me to, you know, be open for. So quietness is actually the best thing. Oh, TV is the worst. Thank you, Father. He said TV is the worst because you got the commercials. You got, you know, it could go, you could be watching a gospel channel, but then go a demonic movie coming out. That's also big, you know. These things really happen. And the things that God say to me, I don't go out and just say, I just pray about it. You understand? Because people are going to feel the way they feel about things. But, you know, I just pray about it. Unless somebody asks me personally. But that really did something to me when I seen that on the Popeye's menu. I said, oh my gosh, I want some chicken from Popeye's. KFC is good, but I like Popeye's chicken. But I refuse to agree with that voodoo menu. That says voodoo tenders and voodoo sauce. And it's spelled voodoo. 
to give it that name. I don't want to be under that influence of nobody's voodoo. Because voodoo is witchcraft. You understand? So I got to come up with some type of batter <laughs> to give me, you know, a taste that's so similar to Popeye's chicken. You understand? But I really pray that they change the name of it. Just take that name off. <laughs> take out voodoo. <laughs> and then it'd be acceptable unto God. You understand? McDonald's started growing in their business so much because of the name that attracted every kid when we were young and still attracts the kids now. And it's called a Happy Meal. And every kid wanted that Happy Meal. Had cheeseburger, fries, a toy, and a drink. But we really liked the toy. It's a happy meal. And every parent made sure they got that happy meal for their kids so they ain't gotta cook. <laughs> and then what got they got they increased it for kids who eat a little bit more than it was in a happy meal. A mighty kids meal. See how the names are different? Happy, and then you got mighty. You understand? It's not a voodoo, it's not a demonic type of you understand. Not saying that's, you know, the most healthiest restaurant, <laughs> you know, but if you ask God something, he's going to tell you. Because I, I, I ask God something, I say, I don't know why I even ask that. I say, God, what restaurants are, you know, the most, you know, the least that you want me to eat from due to the sanitation? Oh, God. He gave me a whole list. <laughs> I was like, Father, it's your choice. I, you asked. I told you. And what he said, the number one was, I'm not going to mention, he was like, because they never changed the grease. All they do is pour new grease in old grease for months, months, and months. I was like, oh, wow. I don't want to eat that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's best to do what? <laughs> cook. I'm trying to tell you. It's best to cook. It's best to cook. It's best to cook. And speaking of cooking, I'm about to eat because I don't cook. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Greater seas than us. He's in the world. Thank you for listening. You know, you can break this up, however, but I'm still going to grant you that favor to try to, you know, I want you to, you know, I want you to really enjoy on your end and, you know, all of that. I don't want to keep getting on here. But if I really need you, can you be there? Thank you. Greater seas than us. He's in the world. I'm going to need you in 10 more minutes. I'm just playing. <laughs> you know what? I can feel that you have someone to hear. Is it the same person you have to hear every time? Why do you have them to hear every time? What is it about what I say that you have to have them to hear every time? I just want to know. Yeah. How you are, I am. So wouldn't you know too? If you were on my end and I was on your end, of course you would. <laughs> wouldn't you ask to? <laughs> Greatest season us, he's in the world. I love you, girl. Mm -hmm.